0: Here, tell me all about it. Come on. <laughs> Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch coming to you from Wahlburgers. I am joined by our breakfast host, and I would suggest a hamburger aficionado. Is that why we see you here, Kempy? <laughs>
1: yeah. as as no, I tell you what, it's a nice setting for lunch. If you ever want to come down it. to the viaduct and have lunch, hit Wahlburgs. And uh, I remember coming down here oh, 20 years ago when it was actually quite a good bar. Yeah. But uh, Mark and Paul have done a really good job here with Wool Burger. And yes, I have ordered. What did you order? I ordered Paul's, what's it called? The Our Burger? The Paul's Chef's Paul's Choice. That's what I got as well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mate, I I stayed away from Marky Mark's Vegan Burger. Yeah, I know. I have enough of them. Just doesn't sound
0: quite right, eh? Hey, while you're here and we're just waiting for our burgers, um, the Warriors, we've been talking about them constantly. It's all happening tomorrow night, and you don't get to call it, you, you idiot. You just booked a four day sojourn offshore, but by the by, the momentum has really, really built. Playing in Wellington, good?
1: Yeah, it is. Well, like Wellington um, is a fantastic rugby league beard of talent. You know, you've got Nelson Acephal Solomona that's come out of here, you've had Morvan Edwards, Stephen Kearney. Um, Adrian Shelford played through there with Sammy Stewart myself George so, Georgie Lapold. <laughs> Georgie Leopold, and he's doing the commentary tomorrow night with Sammy Hewitt he's mm-hmm. filling in for me so um, gave Georgie a call today and asked him if he could fill in for me because I've organised a trip in between um, the start of the season but uh, he's a really good sort of older brother for me when I first went down there as a 17 year old um, and he's a very good commentator too so you're not going to miss out too much having Georgie uh, oh, probably a little bit but not too much <laughs>
0: What were the key things from the Warriors starting team and bench that maybe made you go, hmm, there's an interesting call from Weddy? Well, I think
1: that Sean Metcalf was, not Sean Metcalf, is that his young, the young boy Metcalf, Luke that's Metcalf. Come over, Luke Metcalf that's come over from uh, Cronella, was fit. I think there might have been a bit of a different mix in the halves. If you look at what Wayne Bennett's done up at the Dolphins and, and pushed Anthony Milford out and put Katoa in there, um, it's really important that you get your half mix right. And I think on Friday night, I think I think Metcalf pulling his hamstring has actually laid the foundations for Sean Johnson especially to make that seven jersey as his, his own. Um, but I think in the, in the first six weeks, and that's apparently how long it's going to take Luke to get his... Hamstring right, Sean really needs to to play that type of football that's going to cement him the spot. Because if he doesn't, I can see Luke Metcalf getting that seven jersey.
0: Could it be that push that Sean Johnson needed to go, geez, this guy's good, he's young, he's the future. If, if I, He's got a six-week, what would you call it, a six-week probation to, yeah. to retain his jersey?
1: Yeah, look, I, I look at it in my career, like when I was... Thirty-one, my body just couldn't do the things that my mind wanted it to do. So I could see things on a football field and I could go to those gaps and it was just a step behind. And you're playing against kids these days. We're talking about it with basketball and LeBron James this morning. You know, at 36, 38, can he stay around? And when those scores are starting to hit 200 points a game, it's just getting faster and it's getting, uh, I guess, there's more tax on your body. And I think... When you're looking at Sean Johnson, like I'm just, I love the way Sean played. You know, He was one of the greatest halfbacks we've ever had in New Zealand. But there comes a time when you just can't perform to, the, to that top performance that you always used to deliver. And I think at the moment, you're probably right. I think six, six weeks, you've got Luke Metcalf breathing down your neck. You know that the writing's on the wall if you don't perform. And I think Webby, I, I do get this feeling from Webby is why I like him. He's up front, he'll make the call.
0: Do you think Sean Johnson hasn't adapted to that mind-body situation you were talking about, you had? He talked that he was going to become a bit more of a, a provider, a distributor, a reader of play instead of the line breaker. Uh, I, I think a bit like we saw Darren Lockyer do towards the end of his career, Jonathan Thurston, they, they adapted to what their body could do. Has Sean taken some time to, be, to do that to himself?
1: Yeah, and it's a, bit, it's a bit unfair on Sean too because he hasn't really had the stock around him that Lockyer and Thurston have had. You know, Joey Johns was exactly the same when he, when he had his neck problem. And as you've seen the Newcastle team talent dive, like Joey was just feeling it more and more and then all of a sudden he announced it's around six of the season that I'm over, you know what I mean? So I think um, the, the, the stock, for instance, this year, they've got a heap of new talent in there. I like the the um Nikori on the edge of the Barnet in the middle like like a campo luck. I think Tamari Martin was always gonna start at six with Clockstead at one. People are always saying well was gonna play one and we didn't know where there was going to start but I always thought it was going to be like that. It's just that Sean really needs to own the football field. Like people are talking about those trials, where was our kicking game? Like Sean needs to nail that. You know, he that that's how you make your game up for other areas that you can't actually, you know, break that line like you used to. Now, if he nails a kicking game and nails the management of a football team, mate, we'll be pick him every week. Mm. But you can't be hot and cold.
0: No. You cannot when you're a senior player, you're a leader, you're looking to re-emerge this club o- onto the more wins than losses in a season. I think, for me, that that's a huge win this season, more, more wins than losses. Would that do it for you?
1: Well, you know, it's not hard to make the f- the finals in rugby league. There's 16 teams, you're just going to be half, you're going to be 50%, you know what I mean? So you're right, you're going to have more wins and losses, and you get in the finals. Um, when I look at the, the schedule, when I look at the teams, uh, I think that the Warriors are in that 8th to 12 bracket, and that's the toughest bracket to be in. So those, t- those teams are hot and cold. They never get on a run, you know, so those top four teams will go on a run where they'll win four or five in a row. Um, the Warriors, I can't see them doing that, but they can hang in there. And if they're fit, which I think Webby's got them, mate, then, it's a, then it's a toss of the coin.
0: Mm. Smoky for the season. Before a game's played, am I going to ask you for your smoky for the season that not many people are talking about? Uh, look, I th- look, there's a little kid
1: playing for Melbourne. He's a local, local product that's come through. And you've got to, you've got to imagine, Steffi, in AFL, um, country, you've got a little rugby league competition going and, it, and they fly up this kid and he's got a legend's name, Whalogo. Um So he, he must be related to Dave. Um, and I've watched him play in the trials and I've just gone, whoa, you know what I mean? Like, this kid's, this kid's got a big future. So uh, I won't pronounce his first name because it's not in front of me, but his surname's Falago. I think he's a smoky uh, this year. I think team-wise, I think Manly is a smokey. I think if Tom Trebojevic were saying that he's 110%, I don't believe it. I always think he's just short-twitch fibres. An, he's an absolute thoroughbred. He's got a breakdown. Um, but if he can stay on the football football field, I think Manley's a smoky.
0: Last thing, Kempe, your number one ingredient that goes in your burgers when you're cooking it on your barbie and you've got a few mates around, you go, here you go, boys, here's my burger, and there's my, my number one ingredient.
1: Well, I think the, the important thing about cooking a really good burger is getting your plate and the heat right because oh. I've, I've seen blokes murder burgers, that's why they're called murder burger, you know what I mean they put them on, it's too hot, it's black and charcoal on the outside and red on the inside so I think the first thing is getting the, the heat right and the second thing is always have onions in your burger.
0: That was Smithy's one onions as Always well. have onions There we go, onions for Kibbe we're getting a whole heat. onions, onions onions comes in from Andy. There we go. <laughs> Good man, Andy. Uh, Text through your crucial must-have burger ingredients. Two $100 Wall Burgers vouchers to two callers or texters, and we'll do that straight after one. Get them in now. We'll be back after a break.